My name is Tony Litt. I'm the MD of Sunrise Radio, and it's my immense pleasure to bring you the official Sunrise Radio podcast. We are the number one commercial agent station in the United Kingdom, with many firsts to our name, and we continue to be the voice of British agents who have given us their love and loyalty over 30 years. It's a legacy we cherish and a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Our aim has always been to entertain the listeners with the best of Bollywood and Bangra while also addressing their concerns. A real voice for the community, a vibrant community and a great nation. We are proud to be British and Asian. This podcast is a compilation of some of the things we do on the station with a stellar lineup of presenters who each have their own personality and style. It's entertaining, informative, engaging, and we hope you will enjoy it here as a podcast if you are unable to tune in to the radio. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast and do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. guest on air with me his name is sunny second love coach sunny how are Perfect. you my friend how are you yes i'm doing wonderful grateful and happy to be on today i'm excited to talk about love and share some wisdom and some value uh, and some e- cool stories excellent excellent ladies and gentlemen this is my guest for pillow talk his name is sunny second love coach founder of uh love fest he's been doing some incredible things but before we get to that and i will ask you about that in just a moment but you know what right we've obviously known each other probably about four or five years now i think i think something like that and yeah. you know it's an uncommon thing i think for especially south asian men to get into this field of love so tell us just a quick little bit about your story how what made you decide to do this line of work Oh, Ame, I had so many problems with my relationships and finding love and so many unhealthy habits me and my partner was bringing into it. And life was just dull. So even though I was in a relationship, life was dull, things were black and white, and it was so much hurt and pain that when we started getting mentored by Tony Robbins, and anything else like that, we started seeing light in our day. We started seeing colour. And it was there a decision to help others and be able to help them uplift from whatever emotional state they're in so they can create a better relationship. And this what's led me onto this path. Uh, and you, I remember you saying as well, you had a pretty bad relationship beforehand, but you've got an incredible wife now and who is your partner in crime as well. Yeah, so thankfully we created a beautiful, passionate relationship. So much better communication, partner in crime with me, I love that. And everything else that we do in life and really really beautiful life that we're creating together now and this is something where it was in store that i want to help others be able to create such a beautiful life and i see it with you and your uh, partner as well i mean um, yeah, it's, do you know what? It's, and this is why, this is one of the reasons I do what I do as well. Because I think when you do find someone that you have, uh, a, who is an amazing character and you have a genuine connection with a beautiful connection, then there is definitely nothing quite like it. And, yeah. uh, and I see that with you too as well. And it's just incredible. And then, of course, you've now come to create this amazing thing called Love Fest, which uh, I was at in August in London, 3,000 singles. I mean, I don't think there's been anything quite like that around the world to be honest and first of all and foremost you did absolutely incredible <laughs> everyone was um, messaging talking and um, catching up with me um, during the day like how good you was and 
I can't believe you all got them to, you got them all to dance. Oh, that electric, electric slide, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely mind blowing. I was so happy, especially uh, within the South Beach, um, South Asian community. Everyone got involved. I loved it. It was so cool. Oh, it was good. It was good fun, though. But what an incredible event! I mean, to pull three thousand single people together—that's. I mean, look. Let's face it, right? Getting a, a singles event together with a hundred people is hard enough, but with three thousand—that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, it was a lot of big marketing, a lot of big why as well into it. And you know what? It was amazing because you saw people that never been on dating apps before, never really put themselves out there before. And they came to this event in coverage and they put themselves out there and they had fun and they enjoyed themselves and they met loads of people. And you know what? We saw so many positive um, interactions come together. We saw so many people having fun and relaxing and opening themselves up to love. And in that, as we could just see it from the energy of the room. There was a lot of magic in the air, and maybe you can, uh, maybe you saw that as well. But a lot of magic in the air between people, a lot of chemistry outside, inside, and absolutely amazing. It, it so was insane. Impact that. It was it was insane. And do you know what shocked me as well is how many people chose to come alone. Like they didn't come with any friends, yeah. like no backup, no support, no wingmen, no wing women. But they just thought I'm going anyway. And that I could imagine, even if I was doing this, like, I would have been like, this is nerve wracking. <laughs> yes, completely. I know they were so brave. Like, um, you know, the world rewards the brave. So it was good. Because these people that put themselves out there, they had to. They were the ones that were really connecting. And at first, good thing with it was being, it was a long day. So at first, they got to see you, they got to see Rahini, that was amazing. And then I jumped on for a little bit as well. And then whatever nerves they had started to disappear. Yeah. Then they started connecting. And then later on, they connected better. Later on, they connected better. They had so much beautiful time to maximise. And that was a real gift of it. So... And what was really it? The other thing that was really funny, right? It was uh, a lot of people were telling me, I'm not sure whether to go, not sure, I'm not sure if I'm going to go, too many people, whatever, right? And then I, yeah. like, I didn't think they were coming. And then I was there and I was like, Wait, what are you doing here? You said you weren't coming. <laughs> <laughs> They're all there. I was like, even if it's someone from my team said, oh, no, no, I'm not going, it's too many people for me. And then she's there. I was like, I. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. FOMO, major FOMO. Uh, all right, bro, let, let's, let's get deep, yeah? What do you think is the biggest problem in this day and age with dating and relationships? And what do you think people need to know to overcome some of those challenges? Oh, man, such a good question. And here's what I'm seeing the most of right now, actually. It's the blame culture and the fear culture. It's blaming your lack of um, accountability on someone else. So when people are dating and they're not happy with how the relationship for the dates are going, instead what they're doing is blaming them and saying, actually, I don't even like them anymore. I don't like you. And they'll go somewhere. They'll shut the relationship off. Instead of taking the opportunity or the accountability to go, I'm not happy in this relationship or while we're dating, let's explore it. What's going on? Why don't I feel connected with you? Why don't I communicate the fact that you don't message enough or we're not going deep enough in messages or we're not actually properly connecting. Oh, I'm a bit nervous because COVID happened and now I'm scared to commit because I lost so many people during COVID and because of that fear of COVID, I'm scared that if I commit, what if I lose you? Mm, yeah. And this is a big pandemic that we're seeing now within relationships. This is people are dating and they're getting on and they're like, I don't know what happened. 
They just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's it's true, and this idea of ghosting as well, right? Ghosting is obviously a massive, massive thing at the moment, yeah. and you know the uh, anxious avoidant paradigm, and you know all yeah. the anxious is avoidance is getting into relationships, and then the the avoidant walks away, the avoidant chase, the anxious the chases, and <laughs> yeah. you know, and and a lot of this does come down to self work at the end of the day, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. And I think this is where me and you are so good at what we do, or like this is where we're a solid base for people. It's just having that secure base. Um, once they realise that there is a secure base for them, that's when the magic comes in. There was one client that I had before. Actually, I went to a wedding with um, a client just after the love fair, and they met at your um, speed dating, your mingling event at there. Um, no, which one was that? Who was that? It was Poonam and Sanjay, and Sanjay was actually on your radio show for a little bit as well. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, my yeah, God. So they came onto your Sunrise Radio, and actually, um, they got married, and beautiful wedding as well. Absolutely beautiful wedding. Oh, um, my God, that's so good. I know. Poonam was a client with mine, of mine for a while. And what happened with Poonam, actually, it was very typical to this. Um, she just needed that secure base that she could turn to and talk to about relationships. Because it's almost a taboo within the Indian Asian culture where we can talk to our parents about relationships. What that sometimes creates is, do I not feel safe within relationships? I haven't got anyone to talk to. How can I express? How can I understand? How can I let go of this information? And it's no purpose of the own. It's just a taboo culturally. And I was that secure base for her, which allowed her to date. And then ultimately, she dated and met somebody at your event, and they're so grateful as well for you and for everything. Um, <sighs> and such a beautiful couple, ultimately, as well. Yeah, so, how cool is that? Oh my God, that's yeah. amazing. Uh, and you know, you meant you touched on something there as well, which is which is quite important as well. And that's that other thing, the other aspect of when you, especially in our South Asian community, when you are single, I think single shaming is quite a big thing. And I think that that's one thing that we do need to shift is that as friends and family of single people, how do we move away from shaming them uh, to actually supporting them? Oh, such a good question. And yeah, it's really about understanding their journey. It's about going back to, you know, the measure of a relationship doesn't make you happy or successful. The measure of a relationship doesn't mean anything, but it depends where they're at emotionally. So instead of having those harder, shameful questions about why aren't you in a relationship, it's got to be, are you happy? Mm. Are you in Are you in a good place? And then, if they are in a good place, like you should put yourself out there then. Um, but if they're not, then they need to check into that. And I think the world and um, families and communication will be so much more better if we're checking in with that person, see where they're at. And then from there, we start saying, now, I think because you're in a good place, because you're happy, because you're because you're loving life, now's a good time for you to put the energy into relationships. Now's a good time for you to put it out there, as opposed to saying, you're not in a relationship, that means you're not good enough. Yeah, and, and the typical questions, right, of why are you still single? Yeah. You know, why haven't you met anyone yet? <laughs> uh, and that doesn't really help to make people feel so preloaded. good. preloaded, right? <laughs> yeah. It, what a preloaded question. Why <sighs> haven't you met anyone yet? <laughs> well, well, duh, if I had, I wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> and, and it's like, instead of asking that, you can, they could ask things like, what can I do to help you? Yeah. How can I support you? Would you like me to put the feelers out for you? 
Yeah. Things like things like that, right? I say to everyone, become you know, become your matchmaker for your friends and family. Like you know, don't don't shame them, but at least ask them or you know find a more constructive way to say to them, look, okay, cool. You know, would you would you firstly are you looking to meet someone? Asking them that simple question. Maybe they want to be single for a little while, and that mm. that's perfectly fine. Great. Let them do their own self healing. Let them do their their period where they want to just be them by themselves. Great, right? And then and then asking them, well, if you do, well, what can I do to support you? Yeah, rather than it just be the, beautiful way. Yeah, rather than it just be the old anti G way. Yeah, why, why, why are you single? Let me let, meet this boy here. Meet this girl here. Right, that's it. And they just throw them into like the lion's den with these two random people. Like, what the? What the hell? I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> and you must have this as well. But I get this sometimes. Sam, like the mother will message me on Facebook for their daughter. And they're like, hey, and I remember one in particular, such a sweet family. She messaged me about a daughter. Send me pictures of a daughter. Like, my daughter's coming to your event. Look after her. And I remember it was one of the smaller events. Yeah. And uh, I saw her and I was like, oh, I spoke to your mum. And she was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, your mum was fully supportive. And then because of that, I almost looked after her even more because I was like, I owe it to your mum now as well as you. Which was such a beautiful thing because um, it gave me that extra support to her to help her find the match as well because I knew her a little bit more. Yeah. And I felt extra connected with the mum. And the mum was being proactive, which is so beautiful. The mum was saying, hey, look, check out this singles event. And messaged me like, is she going to be safe? And I was like, yeah, she's going to be fine, like, completely safe. She, she has nothing to worry about. And um, and then because of that, they almost brought in this beautiful relationship with me, her, and a little bit of her mother <laughs> as well. <And laughs> You're a surrogate son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> ultimately, this woman found a relationship. I don't know if it's been my event or not, but the fact that she felt safe enough to put herself out there and to start developing a relationship and not being um, negative or shame of relationship the fact she was excited that's where the gift happened yeah and you know you, you kind of alluded to it there a little bit right sometimes you know what going to a singles event is not about meeting someone it is about just being comfortable and realising look when you're there everyone is in the same boat everyone's in the same position you're not alone and when you're there you've got opportunities to meet people but just by enjoying yourself while you're there right we both say this don't we instead of making yeah. you know make dating fun not formal right you know so yeah. and when you do that that's when you raise your energy and you're more likely to I have this saying right you know when you're, when you're happy being single you won't be single for long uh, and it's so true right that the whole point is when, when people ask me like how many people are coming to your event at this age and I'm like forget that come and yeah. have some fun just even if it's just to come and have a laugh with me I promise you and I say this to everyone I promise right I will give you a refund if you don't have a good time because I, I, first and foremost, I just want you to have fun. Because when you're having fun, you're more likely to meet someone anyway, whether yeah. it's at the event or somewhere else. So yeah. I kind of had this little playful banter with them. And I've, I've not to date, not <laughs> once, had to give anyone a refund. Touch or dry. <laughs> so, but it's, it's true, though, isn't it? More, more and more so. It's about just getting people out there to have fun and enjoy themselves and be comfortable with who they are and where they're at in life. And that their time is coming. And we see that all the time, actually. And for me, sometimes I'm in so many relations because I could understand how people are forming relations. And when they first get to even go to a singles event, how are you going to really put energy into being in a relationship if you're scared to even go to an event? It's almost like the stepping stone. And especially, like you said, we do it in a really fun, beautiful way where they feel safe, they feel good, and they can have a good time. You know, it's not going to be 
like restrictive. It's not like you have to marry the person straight away or anything like that. We're not forcing people. We're we're keeping a fun atmosphere. And by doing that, when they can't even take that step to go out there and meet somebody, you think, how are you going to really take that step out there to find them, to become the person, to create the relationship? And this is what I really talk about as well. It's like, it's just you showing that courage with the right intention. Mm-hmm. And then you having fun with the right intention, that's when the magic works. Exactly what you were saying there. Yeah, it, it's so, so true, right? So what, what have you got coming up? To round off, what have you got coming up in the future, I think, for, for the rest of 2023? And of course, for us, right, uh, you know, we, this is our kind of, instead of Christmas, the, our lineup, our big build-up is always Valentine's right about this time of year, right? So what have you got yeah. coming up between now and then? Um, so between now and then, I've got some really, really cool things coming up. Um, we do have another event coming up in London, which is a bit more of a smaller event for Rare Fight. Um, just going a little bit more smaller, a bit more intimate on that one. And then we've got Dubai coming up, and then we're back off to the US, actually, because we're in big demand out there. So we're going back to the US in December, and then I'm taking a bit of time off, enjoying, yeah. and relaxing, and then... celebrating the new year yeah you've got to have a bit of time off right because this is hard work you know I I see it all the time as well I get it as well just literally 24-7 I need help with this I need help with that and of course you want to try and be there with everyone but it ends up becoming a 24-7 thing and we're only human right we we need a little bit of a rest too as well yeah sometimes (laughs) it's just that rest is just in my garden with Monty just playing fetch with him and you know he's a full full energy dog speaking of which Monty's three tomorrow is his birthday I know, he turns three. I know, bless him. Uh, Right, I was going to say, oh oh yeah, I was going to remind you before we part ways um, that one of these days as well, uh, when your wife is around, we want to get her on air too as well. And I thought what would be fun as well, we could do the couples challenge with you and Babita as well. Uh, You know how how well do you know your partner? So we'll put you guys to the test. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be so much fun today. And then also just to um, end as well, I'd love to ask you, what's some of the things that you do, um, Amit, to get back into your calm state? Because I think you just um, touched on it there. The luxuries isn't really as much of like going to a fine dining restaurant experience or going out to XYZ. It's more like being in the park or being outside in your garden and just relaxing. Is that something that you do to manage your state again, get you back into a good place? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think uh, spending time with Monty and the wife are big things. And then we do do little things like we will go to... Do you know, one thing we do, actually, is when we're at home, right, we try not to just make it about watching TV or anything like that, right? Sometimes we play... um, We like to play games. So we play Monopoly Deal quite a lot. Okay, but that can get a bit competitive. So we play <laughs> we play we play uh bananagrams. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I haven't no. It's quite it's a bit, little bit like Scrabble, right? So to okay. some people that might seem stressful, right? And it is it, it is in one sense a bit mentally taxing, but it's just for me, because your focus is so on the game that you know it makes me forget about everything. So and I yeah, love fun. to be able to just forget about everything. So it just keeps my mind focused in the moment and then we just play for fun, we don't take it too seriously. Um, and that's one way, and then of course we do like to take our odd holiday here or there as well and try and completely switch off when we do so. Yeah, um, so your clip. From Egypt as well. Yeah, yeah Egypt and then we're hoping to yeah. do a little trip, uh, one more trip this year, maybe to like somewhere like Turkey or something and uh, have a bit of unwind time. Um, but yeah, so we do things like that. And then we actually really like um, simple stuff as well. We watched this documentary on um, one of the streaming services, The Earth at Night, right? And it's basically. Mm. 
um, uh, imagine like an animal documentary but it's all filmed at, at night with these uh, special cameras that make it look like daylight so they've seen these animals in their natural nocturnal environment which they've never seen before and seeing how they live and it's just I tell you what you have to see it's called the earth at night it is freaking phenomenal and it's just so good and just makes you appreciate how small we are in this giant world in this giant universe and it just puts things into perspective wow that yeah. sounds absolutely incredible yeah definitely yeah. one to watch add to your list add to your binge list with uh, you and your wife as well <laughs> well listen it's been an absolute pleasure having you on and like I said right we'll get you on you have a beta on at some point in the future and we'll do we'll do the uh, the old uh, um, how well do you know your partner the couple's yeah. challenge and see how it goes we'll have to see how we get on I'm looking <laughs> yeah. forward to that yeah exactly uh, thank you so much for having me on uh, no it's, it's a really pleasure great, Paul, okay? we'll get this added to the podcast as well and it's been a real pleasure my friend you have a great weekend and good luck with the events as well thank you so much and thank you to everyone else bye. God bless bye Catch our love guru, Amit Soda, between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. every Sunday for that chill out zone.